Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Hello. To sit down with your ego with Ashling and Rachel. Yes, we're here. Start us off with the opening. Ooh, seltzer time. Ah, there we go. <laughs> we're also, <laughs> we have a special guest in the studio today who will be a silent supporter of Very the Very silent. Um, our friend Alec is here, and he's just going to sit here and laugh at us the whole time. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> But we're going to start with some updates from our week. Yeah, it's been a time. Last time that you heard from us, we were trapped in a closet. Yes. So we've, we've got out. We're free. We're free. <laughs> we were actually free <laughs> as soon as we finished recording. But it was kind of fun to do it, you know, in a confined space. It was a cute moment. Because we were really like, let's just embrace what this is mm-hmm. and have fun. Um, but then the rest of this week, we've been chilling. I've been working a little bit. Rachel's been not working at all. I've been fun employed. Tell mm-hmm. us about your fun employment. Ayo. So my fun employment has consisted of self-care for the most part. <laughs> and I've been, like, looking into, like, schools, potential schools that I want to go to um, next fall for law school. So that's been, like, a good time. And I've been doing the sexual harassment um, trainings. Oh. Yes. So, for my job. Those are always thrilling. Really? Yeah. Online trainings, like the generic ones, are so entertaining to me because the pictures that they put up to go along with it are, like, so extra. Like, you know when they hire... Like, we did a COVID one for work this week. It's like, they were like, oh, these are the, like, trainings on the protocols Mm. to stay safe in the office. And... Like, you could tell that, like, they literally just Googled, like, um, stock photos with face masks and then just, like, put them all in for the training. I was like, what? Am I supposed to take this seriously? Like, this is so funny. Oh, gee. It was just weird. But. Yeah. At least it was, like, updated. It wasn't, like, one from the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I mean, you do need to update it considering, like, this literally just happened. True. So don't be giving people information from the 90s on a 2019 (laughs) disease. But. I mean, it was just, like, your basic stuff, so I wasn't that, like, intrigued mm-hmm. at all. But what else happened at work that you were just like, ooh? Um, you know, we finished early today. Yes. <laughs> that was fun. Y'all. But we are really, like, chilling. Mm-hmm. And we I'm went not, to Costco. Yeah, I'm not saying that, like, we're not working. I'm just saying, like, we have very short days. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we are there, there are a lot of times where we're maybe, like, on the chill vibe. Yeah. But that was fun because today we got to go to Costco, and then I kind of like being done at, like, 3, because I know that very soon I'm going to have super long days, so I'm just kind of loving the life of, like, really just leaving so early and being carefree. Enjoy it now, you know? Yes. But, yeah, we did go to Costco today. Rachel's happy place. Oh, y'all. It felt so good. I have not been to Costco since February, (laughs) and (laughs) we were reunited, and we got some, like, cute things. What was your favorite thing that we got? Hmm. Probably the everything but the bagel seasoning. Yeah, what the heck? Costco has that now. Okay, listen, for all my basic bitches out there who buy your um, everything but the bagel seasoning at Trader Joe's Mm -hmm. to put on your avocado toast, whatever. Mm. Okay, listen, I know that's basic, but it's good. Here's a pro tip. Costco has bigger containers for the same price. Exactly. It's like three three containers of the Trader Joe's ones in one, and literally it's the same price. Mm -hmm. We'll tell you how taste is once we try it, but I feel like it's not going to be different. It's going to be the same. It's going to be the same. This is when Costco comes in clutch, y'all. It really does. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, we were there. And then what else have we done this week? We've actually really just been chilling. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here's the thing we discovered this week. The $4 wine at Trader Joe's, that shit slaps. It okay, really does. The red Cabernet four dollar wine. It's mm-hmm. like the brand, their um, own brand, so it's called like Shaw or something. Mm-hmm. Like worth it. And the rose too was really good. But that was not the Trader Joe's. No, brand. I don't think so. But Trader Joe's exclusively sells it, I believe. So it was really good. Yes. Yeah, so get yourself some of that because like you don't need to be spending more if you're going to be drinking that much. Exactly. So spend four dollars on red wine and be happy with your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but what else this week? Um, honestly, like we said last week, we both quit Hinge. Oh, God, And yeah. we quit we quit dating in general. So, like, it's actually been, like, a weight lifted off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And I feel like last week was when we made the decision, but this week we really got to, like, reap the benefits of that decision, which is just, like, zero stress. Zero stress. Zero, how do I respond back to this? Yeah. You know? Zero feeling like, oh, my God, if I go over to this person's house, am I going to literally live in fear of COVID for two <laughs> weeks afterwards? And that's really nice. That's not fun. Yeah. I kind of like not having to worry about that. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's been a nice break. And I haven't missed it. I feel like we've been entertaining ourselves. Yeah. I did not miss Hinge at all. Not that I, you know, it added much to my life. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't miss it before either. <laughs> I think it was just an annoyance for us because we have to be like, okay, like, what's the end goal? Like, are we going to go for drinks? Like, yeah. all that and, like, have to carry conversations. I hate that. Ugh. I'm a really bad texter. I don't care to, like, keep up texting with people I don't really know. So with Hinge, you kind of have to do that. So it's, like, nice that I do not have to worry about that. It was that. not our strong suit, and now we're out of it. Okay, we're out. Mm, thank God. It was fun, though, while it lasted. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to move on to recommendations because um, this week our, we want to spend, like, more time on our topic. So we're just going to, like, do less of our life updates. Also, yes. I feel like, Loki, we've been boring this week. Yeah. Not that we're boring people. I'm sorry, Because if you're y'all. bored in core... You're just boring. <laughs> so our insta-recs, we're going to start with Rage because I don't actually have one. Okay, my insta-rec today is Nico's Baby. Um, if y'all know the recording artist, the Nigerian recording artist, DeVito, this is his cousin. And she is everything. Um, she has, like, she makes wigs from home. She just graduated, getting her communications degree. Good work. Go, girl. Um, and I just really enjoy watching her, like, Snapchat stories um, and Insta stories. So she's my rec for today because I just live for it. And she always has a cute lip combo. That's important. It's very important. Actually, no, it's not. And I'm going to tell you why. why. I had this thought the other day, okay? In the age of masks... Mm. Lip gloss, lipstick, they actually suddenly don't matter anymore, and it's sad. It is. Like, I got these really cute lipsticks. I talked about lip glosses. I talked about them on the pod yes. from Rachel's cousin. And it just makes me sad that people don't get to see them. I know. Because I'll, like, put them on, and then I realize that I have to put on my mask. Like, if I'm going to work or something, I'm like, oh, like, what a waste. I know. But, you know. You can for, enjoy it in the mirror. Both for the future. <laughs> For the future, yes. Mm. <laughs> that is so true. I know. It's. I, I was literally thinking about it for like 10 minutes when I was driving to work the other day because I just had this moment where I was like, oh, do I have my lip gloss with me? And then right. I was like, it actually just doesn't matter. Oh, we can just use a lip balm now, I guess. Yeah, these yeah. are the things I'm thinking about. Mm. <laughs> but I didn't do an Instarec this week because I've been trying to like not be on Insta so much. Am I succeeding? Who knows? But I'm not paying that much attention to it. <laughs> I'm definitely on it a lot less. Okay. Because I'm trying to like really cleanse. You right. Know? Right. It's just it was getting to be a lot. Yeah. So instead, I'm gonna do 
like a TV recommendation because I was like, I need to distract myself <laughs> so that I'm not on Instagram all the time. And so we got back into everything Mindy Cowling. Yes. So we watched Four Weddings and a Funeral first. It's on Hulu. Both of these are on Hulu. Such a good show. And I was like, how have I not heard of this? That's what I'm wondering. Because, I don't know, maybe people don't talk about it because they just think it's the movie getting put on Hulu, but it's a whole oh. show, and it's new, and it's amazing. It's really good, y'all. It's, like, a twist on the movie that's, like, actually funnier, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So that's great. And then me and Rachel started rewatching The Mindy Project. Which we both watched in high school. Yeah. And we were like, we should watch it again. I honestly, like, identified with that show so much in high school, and I still do. Yes. And we were talking about how... That um, whole show is basically the perfect depiction of girls who do both. Like yes. we talked about on the podcast. Oh my god. We did a whole episode. If you haven't listened, go back. It's like episode three or four mm-hmm. on girls who do both, which is basically this idea that like you can be a smart person, but you can also be like somebody who has fun and like cares about pop culture. And, right. Like, those two things are not mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. And Mindy is literally that. Literally that. She's a doctor. She's an OBGYN. But she's still, like, doing her own thing, like, likes pop culture. Super into fashion. Super into fashion. Super into just, like, being in dumb situations Mm -hmm. with boys and, like, joking about that. Exactly. She's always reading people. (laughs) And, like, are we every single element of that? No. No. (laughs) Because I don't really love a celebrity mag. But so much of the stuff that she says, I'm like, yes. And then she she also was great about this, too. There's this whole episode where, like, she's going out with this guy who's, like, honestly kind of a pretentious asshole. (gasps) Yes. And he basically tries to make fun of her for liking KDP. Perry. Oh, God. Because he says that her music taste isn't like refined enough. I'm like, who do you think you are? Thank you. And then she kind of goes off on him and is like, you don't get to judge me. She was like, you don't get to tell me I'm dumb. Like, I'm a whole doctor. I have Mm -hmm. a practice. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. And she was like, who cares? And then, you know, to make up for it, he says that they can listen to One Direction while they have sex. (laughs) And I was like, yes. That's so kind. That was really nice of him. Yeah. I'm glad he learned the error of his ways. Exactly. But, yeah, because she is definitely someone who, it's just, like, refreshing how, like, carefree and how much she just doesn't care. Yes. I mean, like, she's very clumsy. I can relate to that because I fall a lot sometimes and trip. (laughs) So I'm like, this is great to see. Yes. Normalize it. So if you are somebody who listened to our episode about girls who do both and, like, related to it it in any way, Mm -hmm. go watch the Mindy Project on Hulu. It's literally, like... First of all, it's, I think it's funny for anybody, but especially if you're that kind of girl, like, it will really, you will really relate to it. Yes. Yes. I agree. And now we're going to do music recs. Ooh. Get it, Ash. Okay. So, my music rec <laughs> is a song, the new Kate Trinata song, Look Easy. I feel like I don't need to say anything about it because you should already know Kate Trinata's, like, amazing. <sighs> but amazing. it's just great, and it's vibey, and it's very summery, so go listen. Yeah, it's a really, really good song. Um, and then I chose... Kryptonite by Darko. Um, I like. I'm just such a big fan of her music. She has this other song called Gangster, like the I'm trying to love you. <laughs> I love that song so much. And so when Kryptonite came out, I was like, Oh yes, come on, y'all. I I can't sing. Yeah, it's like it's you can sad. sing. It's just. Like, can you physically sing? Yes. Yeah. Can I hit a high note? Mm-mm. Can you hit a note? No. no. <laughs> Rachel's really good at singing with, like, one tone. Like, she can hit one note really consistently, and that's just going to be the whole song. <laughs> and you know how I found out? was in college. I was driving with my friends, and my friend Jonathan looks back at me, and he goes, like, are you for real? And I was like, yeah, what's wrong? 
he's like, you literally sing how you talk. Yes. Like, <laughs> like, literally picture Rachel's voice in this podcast. That's how she sings. Like, nothing changes. It's the exact same. It's actually wild. I feel like I've never experienced anything like it before. Yeah, I try to lip sync at church because I don't want people to hear it. That shit's always hilarious, too, when someone's... You know when somebody at church is really bad at singing, but they're really into it, so everyone's kind of just, like, giving them a side eye? You have to ignore it. I mean, I just kind of turn around and look. It's funny, but yeah, that's my song hack for this week. Yeah. Please go check it out. She's a great artist, so... And maybe next week Rachel will sing us something. Maybe. Yeah. Or I can just rap for y'all. The rapping is the same. Yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> Actually, that's better than explaining, like, she sings how she talks. She sings and raps the exact same. I sure do. So that tells you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. You know I'm really feeling drinks when I start rapping Ooh by Young and May. Mm. Without a doubt. Mm. Love that song. <laughs> mm. But yeah, we kind of flew through that stuff, which is good. Because we have a deep... Not deep. It's just there's a lot to unpack here, okay? Because yeah. this week... We finally decided to do it. We've actually had this topic on our mind for, like, a while. We were going to push it again, but, you know, the person we wanted to come on the podcast, Loki didn't want to come on this week. Throw that shade. Mm-mm. <laughs> but it's just because he needs time to, like, really rev himself up. He's not ready for the fame yet. <laughs> and I understand. Yeah. Well, not everyone know, can do it. He'll be on soon when he's ready to, you know, <laughs> join join the crew. <laughs> But this week, we're going to do this podcast topic that we've been thinking of, which is talking about friendship breakups. Yes. And it kind of falls into the realm of, like, toxic friendships, but we are, like, sometimes I feel like that's such a broad topic, we're Mm -hmm. really going to focus on, like, friendship breakups, Mm -hmm. because both of us have one, like, really big one from college. Like, this shit wasn't just drifting apart, like, there was a huge-ass fight, and, like, you truly never have been the same. No. So, we're gonna talk about them, and we're gonna talk about, like, why it happened, like, honestly, why this shit does happen with girls so often, Mm -hmm. because I feel like, I'm not, I never want to say, like, this is a girl thing, or, like, it doesn't happen to guys, because I don't think that's true. But I do notice that, like, especially in female friendships, like, this shit can really blow up. It really can. It gets out of hand. Yeah. And I'm sure, I think maybe part of it, too, is that, like, toxic masculinity culture (laughs) has made it so that guys don't feel that they can as vocally value their friendships. Mm -hmm. But, um, anyways, I feel like it does happen a lot with girls. And so we want to talk about, like, our experiences and, like, how we felt. Yeah. So, So, (laughs) grab your popcorn, guys. It's going to get good. Or, you know, pop a can. Oh, yes. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Let's go. All right. So, on the topic of friendships, um, as Ash was saying, we both did have um, big, and I would say impactful. Yes. Very, very. um, Situations that happened in, like, our friendship shifts. Excuse me. (laughs) Um, So, for me, mine happened uh, the week before my senior year. Yeah. And uh, of college, yeah, college, and mine also happened senior year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sad time, but anyway, so I was like, why are you gonna ruin my life? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, mm. but you know, what can we do? We all learned from it, but yeah, so I had um, a friend who became my roommate, mm. um, and we were extremely close, like tight, like we did everything together, as you are when you live with somebody, exactly, exactly, like us right now. I know, and I honestly thought, like. It would be a friendship that lasts for a very long time. Um, so I could have never expected, like, what happened. But basically, I um, called her because I moved in to my apartment three days before she was supposed to come. 
And so she had told me, like, she's having some issues. She's trying to figure stuff out. So she's going to be coming. She's going to move in, like, a little later than I was moving in. And I was like, okay, no problem. Let me know if I can do anything. So I have all my stuff moved in. Like, everything's ready to go. And she basically calls me the next day and is like, oh, I'm not coming to school. And I was like, oh, okay, no problem. Like, are you still coming next semester? Like, I was just trying to figure it out because it just seemed like really weird because we had a whole conversation where she was like, I will be there because I was hesitant on signing the lease. I was Mm. very hesitant because I was like, are you for sure coming? And she was like, yeah, I'll be there. No problem. Like, I'll see you Saturday. Like, my family's going to come and we're going to move in then. So I was like, okay, cool. So when she called me, I actually called her because I was like, I've not heard from her all day. Um, And she basically was just like, yeah, I called the landlord. I'm not coming anymore. Um, But I wish you the best of luck with everything you do. After having Rachel sign the lease. (sighs) On a two-bedroom. But anyway, so I was like, okay, so are you still going to be paying rent? Or, like, what's our yeah. what's the vibe here? Because you signed a contract. Right. And she's like, well, because I didn't sign anything, I'm not obligated to do that. Oh, shit. She's like, my mom told me not to sign it. So she got you to sign the lease, but she never signed it. And I signed the lease, y'all, two days ago. Like, two days before this call. Yeah, it wasn't like you had signed it, like, ages no. ago. No. Okay. No. And so I was like, okay, well, do you want me to save the apartment for you till you come back in um, January? And she was like... Uh, maybe, I don't know, but if I do, I'll just find my own apartment. And so I was like, okay, so you're telling me to get a new roommate. Yeah. And so she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I'm going to call you later. Because I was like, I'm going to say something I'm going to regret if I stay on this phone call. So I hung up on her, and I called my dad, and I was just freaking out because I was like, um, she's not coming. Yeah. I don't know what to do. And it was, like, right before school. School starts. Like, how are you supposed to find a new roommate who's ready to, like, literally move in today? Exactly. I was just, like, bawling my eyes out, really upset, because here's how she made me feel when this happened, was when you're telling me good luck and that's it, we have four years of friendship. Yeah. You... To me, it was just so mean to just do something like that and then tell me good luck and then tell the landlord that I have it covered and I will be doing everything, telling the landlord like I knew. Yeah, that's just shitty. And it's like she should have really been in that position being like, you know if you pulled out of a lease like literally the day before and you left one of your best friends to cover the whole rent, like a normal person's reaction to that would be um, like, let me tell the landlord what happened, mm-hmm. maybe get you some grace, like, let me help you find somebody to yes. replace me. Like, when somebody pulls out last minute, in my opinion, like, they should at least offer to help you find a replacement. Exactly. That's courtesy. Whether or not you take them up on it because you're mad, like, that's one mm-hmm. thing, but they need to at least extend that offer of yes. help. And especially when it's somebody that you're best friends with, like, rooming situations, like, yeah, maybe you do sometimes room with people that you don't like, and that's mm-hmm. a completely different ball game. But, like, yeah. when you're rooming with one of your best friends, like, you owe them that courtesy because you also know how much you're stressing them out. I was so, like, I was just so stressed out. I just did not know what to do. Um, and so, like, my landlord was mad at me because they were like, you knew, and you didn't say anything. And I was like, I did not yeah. know. I at that part, too, I can't believe she threw you under the bus. Like threw that. me under the but bus. But she would call your landlord and be like, yeah, Rachel knows. Mm-hmm. She called my landlord before I called her. Mm-hmm. And she didn't even text me. Nothing like that. 
And so then my landlord was like, so you, you didn't know? I was like, no, I would have told you. Yeah. And so she was just like, I'm so sorry. So she's like, but you're going to have to pay the deposit now and pay for like August and all this stuff. And I was like, okay, like no problem. So like, here's the thing that really gets me is the reason why this girl pulled this shit on me was because she knew I would be okay. Yeah. I have an issue with someone feeling comfortable doing that because they assume someone's going to be fine. Yeah, like, you can't... Oh, okay. So you're saying, like, she assumed that you could pay it she, yeah, by she was yourself. Like, right. So she didn't care. She didn't think it was a big deal to do yes, it to Yes, and here's the thing. Put finances to the side. You just don't do that to somebody. Because she should have known how you would feel. Like, whether... And, like, also... Just because you can doesn't mean that you want to. And right. she can't assume that about you either. Exactly. And my dad was like, Rachel, don't stress it. Like, let's just do, like, I got it, whatever. And I was like, I know. But, like, dad, it pisses me off that she knew, like, I, like, you guys would be, like, doing this for me. Mm-hmm. And so she felt like she could just do something like that. What if it was someone who could not do that? Yeah. You're putting someone $2,000 deep. Yeah. Into not having money to pay for somewhere they, sh- they should be living that week. It's yeah. so wrong. And, like, I think that that kind of, like, blasé attitude mm-hmm. just shows, like, when she's just like, oh, it doesn't matter, Rachel's parents got it. Like, yeah. da, da, da. It's like, do you even value her as a person? Thank you. Because, like, yeah, maybe her parents can cover it, but at the same time, like, it's not a good situation. No one's happy to pay for rent, that like, on a room that they don't need. Yeah. Like, whether or not they can, it's also, like, they shouldn't have to. Exactly. And, like, you could have avoided this whole situation by just being honest. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing. I just wish she would have told me the truth. Like, it would have just saved so much like I would have been so understanding like because that was a friendship I really really valued but once I saw how she was moving I did not love that yeah and so basically I put up a post to get a new roommate and I eventually thankfully got one um and Kathy she was very interesting uh she had a lot of fish Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I got a new roommate and everything like it worked out fine but I remember when she found out on Twitter, because, like, everyone was, like, retweeting it on Twitter, and I told everyone, like, I found one, thank you so much. She was, like, texted me the next day, and she goes, like, I saw that you found a new roommate. So happy for you. No, 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 no. Uh, 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 no. It should be, I saw that you found a new roommate. So sorry that I ditched you the day before and did not help you, but I'm glad that you got it covered. Thank you. And there, where, where was the apology in all of this? And no apology, did not offer to help, didn't even retweet the tweet. Got me pissed off even more that she saw it, and she saw it, all the updates. To me, that just screams, like, first of all, being immature, mm-hmm. and second of all, having zero sense of responsibility. Exactly. Like, you can, like... I just don't give a fuck. Like, you at least need to own up to the fact that you shouldn't have done that. Like, there are, like, a lot of extenuating circumstances that might cause somebody to back out mm-hmm. of a lease, whatever. But it's still a shitty thing to leave another person in it, so you need to at least acknowledge the fact that that sucks for them. Exactly. You can't just be acting like it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, she texted me and was like, can we talk? Like, I just want to catch up, see how your week went. And I was like, she is so full of shit. But you know what? <laughs> I'm going to answer this call. So we talk, like, at the end of the week when my new roommate was moving in, basically. And so she goes, like, how are you doing? And I was like, I'm good. How are you? Like, keeping it short. And I was like, why did you call? Yeah. Like, like let's just want? get to the point. We're obviously not friends. Exactly. Mm-mm. So she was like, oh, um, is there any way you could send me... The deposit for um, the money we put down for the apartment. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Girl, bolt. <laughs> I literally said on the phone, I said, you'll get it back when I get it back in May. I was like, was that it? And she was like, yeah. And that was the last time I talked to her. 
for a while. Um, and here's the thing with this whole friendship is that we had a lot of mutual friends. Mm. That's another thing we wanted to talk about in this episode is like both of us with our friendship breakups mm -hmm. like had the friendship end with people who were like were in our circles. Yes. And that just creates a lot of fucking awkwardness. Yes. Honestly. And the reasoning for why she could not why she wasn't coming back to school is something I understand. It's the way she handled it. I just did not appreciate it, and she did not take accountability for it. That was the problem I had, and when I heard what she was saying to other people, it pissed me off even more because it made me look so insensitive when that was just not the case. Mm -hmm. It was because someone was not being upfront with me and honest mm -hmm. and was being shady about everything since yeah. May. Yeah. Like, you've been knowing yeah. since May. That's just shady, like you said. And so that's the part that I just, and I re explicitly told her, that is why I'm upset with you. Hmm. Because I just don't like just when people... She doesn't care. Yes. And one thing about, I'm, I'm going to really try to be cautious of how I go about this. Because <laughs> she might listen. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, yeah, she lies a lot. Hmm. Like, a lot. And I remember when I first met her, she would be like, I'm a good liar. And et cetera. Oh, you're like, now you're just like, oh, you really are. Yeah. Okay. And I remember I would just giggle or she would just be like, yeah, I can be like a little shady. And I'm just like, girl, whatever. Like, you know, laughing because I'm just being naive and never thinking it could happen well, to also, me. Well, also, yeah, when you're like that close of friends with mm -hmm. somebody, they might joke around like, oh, I'm shady. Da, da. Right. It's like you're not going to do it to them. Exactly. And I've witnessed her do some things to people that like low-key was shady, but I was just like... That's something we learn with age. Yeah. You know, people, the way they move, uh -huh. you know that they're doing it to you, too. Mm -hmm. That's what I've learned to expect from people. Mark the card. Like, if I'm seeing somebody act a certain way, I'm, like, gonna just, I'm gonna honestly, like, I'm gonna clock the fact that they'll probably do the same stuff yes. to me. Definitely peep it. Yeah. I think it's, like, being naive to think, like, oh, it won't happen to me. We're so close. Yeah. But it can happen to you. Um, and so, yeah, we had a lot of mutual friends, and that was really awkward because it basically became a thing where it was like, if our friend hosts this event, do we go with Rachel? Do we inform Rachel that she might be coming mm -hmm. and vice versa? And I was just kind of like, I don't care enough because I was like, I think it will be enough people where I won't have to be like right. talking to her. So it was just, I, I felt bad for my friends because they were just like, I don't even know what to do. This is so awkward because they were both very close to, to us. Like we all met our friend groups freshman year of college. Yeah. So we've all been with each other since the start. So I was like, it's fine. Just invite her. But it was getting annoying. People having to be like, hey, so-and-so is coming. Is that okay? Yeah. And I'm just like, it's fine. It kind of makes you feel like, honestly, low-key, it would sometimes make me feel like a burden to people. Mm -hmm. Because when people felt like they had to be like, oh, I need to let you know that they're going to be here. Yeah. Or like, I had like some really awesome friends after like I went through my thing who would be like, if I don't, we don't have to go to mm -hmm. this if they're going to be there. And then you hate feeling like that because you don't really be like, I don't want to be the reason yeah. that we can't go do this fun And thing. missing out on yeah. something. Exactly. So I was definitely just like, it's going to be fine. Like I would always tell people like, invite her if you want. Like she would just make the decision not to come. Yeah. And so it would just kind of be like that. But she eventually did come back to school. Um, and she, we had a talk, we met at a Starbucks, and she kind of apologized, but was like, I've been through a lot, like that type of conversation. Yeah. And, because I reached out to her when her grandma died. Yeah. 
and I was just like, I'm so sorry for your loss, right, you know, because I knew how close she was. So then we took that opportunity to kind of like have a conversation. Um, and she was just like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I've just been going through a lot. And I was like, yeah, I understand. But I like literally sat at that Starbucks and went through everything that I was feeling, how it made me feel, kind of breaking it down to like the angle of like, it was fucked up. Um, and so she kind of was understanding it. But then she was kind of just like, well, my life is so different now. I wasn't in school. Um, I didn't get to see my friends. Da 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 da. And I was like, you're missing the point. Like, I know. Like, I understand. I'm just saying, like... You shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that. And this is just, like, for the future. Yeah. Don't be treating people don't, that way. Don't do that. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, we... We're, like, not friends. That's but okay. we're not, like... I, I hate her. I don't hate her. I don't think you owe it to people to, like, stay their friend yeah. if they fuck you over. Like, yeah. I just don't think you, like... Like, I think you can be a good person and also make the decision that you don't need certain people to be a part of your life. Yes. And I told her, too, because she wanted... Basically, that conversation at Starbucks, she was like, oh, can like, are we good now mm -hmm. kind of thing? And I told her, I said, we cannot be friends again. Yeah. It's like, I don't harness... Like, I'm not going to hold on to, like, a bunch of negative energy yeah. towards you, mm -hmm. but I'm not trying to be your friend. Yes. And it was just... I felt so bad because, like... She was crying. Mm -hmm. I was not. Yeah. And I just, like, literally had my shades on. Like, I was just being very honest with her. Like, I was just like, what? Like, I just can't get past it. Like, I can get past it, but not to the point where we could be friends and I'm not being like, is she moving weird? Yeah, because you're always going to be a little bit suspicious. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I so. It's mm. a whole thing. It was a whole mess, but, you know. I'm better now. I can literally talk about this and not get sad. Yeah. Like, I'm good. That's wild. Ugh. Because the first, like, while after it happens, like, it's just so hard to, like, move on from it, mm -hmm. I feel like. But, because, like, okay, so, like, my, like, the, I guess my friendship breakup, like, it kind of, like, involved, like, a group of people. And, like, I, when I started college, I um, was really lucky that I made, like, a lot of friends kind of in different groups. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm, I lived in the dorms when I moved to college, but, like, in Ireland, it's really, really common to not do that. If you live in the city that you're going to school, like, it's really common to just live at home. Mm -hmm. And it's actually pretty much expected. So, um, I had, like, a great group of friends that I lived with in the dorms, but then I also had this group of friends that was, like, just me and four other girls who all did my course. Mm -hmm. um, and then another thing about colleges in Ireland is, like, you are literally with the people in your course the whole time. Like, you do everything together because you mm -hmm. do not do general ed credits. Okay. So, like, there was 30 of us in psychology, and I was with those 30 people in every class for four years. Oh. And that's just the way it goes. Like, there might be other courses who, like, join you, right. but, like, you are seeing those 30 people every day. Mm -hmm. So... I, like I said, was lucky to have my group of friends who lived in the dorms and then to make this really great group of girlfriends in my course. Mm -hmm. And we were, like, very, very close. Like, people knew, uh, like, it. like, they were literally, like, this is so, like, this honestly sounds so high school, but I think it was, like, a joke. Like, um, our friend Luke, he would always say we're, like, the click that movie. <laughs> but not in, like, a mean way. Just, like, how insulated we were yeah, as a yeah. group. Like, we would literally constantly be in our group message. Like, mm -hmm. if I don't check it for 10 minutes, there's 100 messages in it. Like, <laughs> that kind of shit. And, like, we knew what every single person was doing at every second of mm -hmm. the day. Like, 
and we did everything together. We went on nights out together. We went to class together. We got mm. coffee together. And that was for like three years. So these girls kind of like defined my college experience, like truly. And like I said, I had other groups of friends. That was what made me very lucky in this whole situation. Because mm-hmm. I like one of the great things about the group of friends I made at the dorms is that they were like very social. And then I made a lot of friends through like music because I was involved in our music society at college. And so I would go out to like a lot of different events and I would bring these girls with me. Mm-hmm. And so they started to become friends with my friends. Um, and, like, I kind of brought them into these other groups that I was a part of, and so, like, that kind of just made it very complicated, because, like, what happened was, like, there was a lot of reasons that we ultimately had, like, a big fight about Mm -hmm. things, but kind of, like, the reason that it escalated was I got to a point where I felt like the, there were two girls out of the five of us, there was two girls that I really felt would say things specifically to be mean to me Mm. or like I knew when I walked away that they were talking Mm. about me like that kind of vibe and they would they would really say stuff that would just kind of be very pointed like they used to like attack me for this internship I did and say that like because I worked like for a corporation that I was a bad person and I was like that's just Mm. weird to me because I was like how can you judge me like that was literally one of you did the same exact thing right I was like I just didn't pretend to hate it newsflash those are haters yeah it was just dumb, and I was like, well, what do you want me to do? I was like, I took a summer internship opportunity. And then there was also this issue with the fact that two of them started to not date, but they had things with two of my guy friends. Okay. So I, like I said, I had been bringing them into these groups. And they started to hook up with some of my guy mm-hmm. friends, and they had things with two of them. Keep in mind, I was friends with these guys completely separate from the girls. Yeah. And so when things, both of them ended things with these guys on bad terms. And I stayed friends with the guys because they were my friends before. Yeah. They're going to be my friends after. Exactly. Like, if it, if I had only known these guys through the girls, obviously I would not be friends with them mm-hmm. anymore. But they were my friends first. Yeah. So when everything went down, like, and they kind of ended things badly, like, I called the guys on it. Like, if they had done some shit, I literally said to them, like, you need to, first of all, apologize and know that you shouldn't be mm-hmm. doing that. And then I continued to be their friend because yeah. they were my friend outside of that. And I think that that was really when shit started to just, like, build up. Because they were so mad at me for staying friends with those guys. Wow. Despite the fact that they were my friend first. I was going to say, I feel (laughs) like it should be a known thing. Like, if I'm dating someone through our mutual friend and I know they're also very close with you, I would never expect you to, like, rid the friendship. Yeah, but it's also, like... Like, the only reason they knew those guys was because of me. Exactly. So how can you ask me to end my friendship with them? Exactly. Anyways, it was this whole thing, and, like, it would come up, and we would talk about it, and then everyone would act like it was fine, and then if those guys were ever at the same event, it would be an issue again. Mm -hmm. And I was like, they're going to be with me sometimes. Like, you will... If you want to come to a thing with me, and I want to go to a thing with my other friends, like, you're going to end up in the same place. Mm -hmm. And... So that was, like, part of it. And then, like I said, the other part was just them kind of saying some catty stuff. So eventually I just got to the point where I was like, I need to bring it up. Because I thought if I brought it up, we could just resolve it. Like, I truly believed that I was going to bring it up. And it was just, no one ever talked about shit in our friend group. Like, Mm -hmm. there was some shady shit that went on, but we never openly talked about it. So I kind of had this attitude where I was like, it's going to suck to bring it up. But once I do it, everything will be fine. Yes. Because I was like, I think we'll all be so shocked by the fact that it's happening that everything will be okay. Yeah. So I brought it up to the whole group one day, and the two girls who I was mostly talking about definitely were, like, surprised by what I was saying, and they were kind of mad at me at first, 
and they just kind of like attacked me back. But by the end of the conversation, we had all reached like an understanding. Mm-hmm. And so everyone left. And then literally from that day, they never spoke to me again. So like I had basically tried to be like, you make me feel upset with the way that you talk yeah. to me. I know that you talk about me behind my back. Mm-hmm. Like people have told me, like you make me feel like everything that I do is the wrong decision, yeah. all this stuff. And they were mad, and they, but then they eventually apologized, and like I said, then they never spoke to me again. Hmm. So I did get, like, a super long series of very terrible WhatsApp messages from one of them, oh just God. basically saying, like, I was the worst person she had ever met, like, I had never been a good friend to her, like, calling me, like, a bitch and all this stuff, but I never applied to it, but, like, that was the only time I heard from them again. And so that was, like, crazy to me. Like, I truly, like did not know what to do. I didn't leave my house for, like, three days. Like, I was so upset. Like, these people were so incredibly close to me. Yeah. And then they just kind of said, fuck you. Exactly. Because I had tried to tell them I was upset. Right, and that's the thing. Like, you should be able to, in a friendship, be honest and vocalize how you are feeling or how someone made you feel. Right. There's nothing bad about that. That person's not trying to demonize you. Right. They're not trying to come at you or throw shade. They're just simply telling you, your comments hurt me. Yeah. And you are my friend, and I just want to move past this. But festering yeah. it in only makes it worse. So for you to be able to be vocal and be honest with them, and they're not accepting of it, that's on them. And that was the part that was crazy to me, because I would have never brought it up if I wasn't interested in still being their friend. Like, if I was just, if I was mad enough to the point where I was like, I don't want to be your friend anymore, mm-hmm. I would have just not talked to them about it. Right. I would have just, like, stopped hanging out with them. Right. I brought it up because I truly was just like, this is really hurting me, but, like, I, I was so sure that I would bring it up and we would talk it out and it would be fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I just didn't understand a situation where they would basically be so mad that I had even said it out loud that they yeah. would stop being my friend. Yeah. And so when I brought it up, I truly was saying... I literally said it to them, too. I was like, I don't even think you mean to hurt my feelings. I know now that they meant to hurt my feelings, but at the time, I was trying to give them an out. Like, I was trying to be like, I don't even think you meant it. I just am saying this because it's how I feel, and I want us to move past it. Yeah. And so, it just was really bad, but like I said, one of the best things that I was so lucky to have was that I had all these other Mm -hmm. friends. Like, I had my groups in college did not all revolve around them. They Mm -hmm. were definitely my main one. But I had, like, my roommate, Kira, who was, like, I lived with her for all four years. Mm -hmm. She had, like, these friends who were, like, kind of a different group. And they literally were so nice to me afterwards. Like, I remember this all happened. And they literally took me. They were, like, we're at cocktails. Literally come and join us. We'll shit talk them. They were, like, we don't even care about them. And they were so great. Like, we all went skiing together. They really just made me feel like I wasn't on my own. And, like, I had a lot of friends who, like, really stepped up Mm -hmm. and just, like, helped me out. And of the group of girls, like, the two that I was kind of talking about, they Mm -hmm. never spoke to me again. The other two, like, had my back. Yeah. Like, I appreciated that from them so much Mm -hmm. because they really had my back. And I think that made me feel validated and being like, I'm not crazy. Like, this was happening to me. You know? And, like, they told me. They were like, yeah, they said some shit. And that's the thing. Like, it's so, it's such a shitting feeling to know that someone you're very close with is talking shit behind your back. I just don't get it because... I feel like at that point when someone calls you on it, you should just be like, I'm sorry. Own up to it. And then move on. But I guess, like, 
I, I, like I've said this before, like I will hold on to something until it gets addressed, but after that, I'm really not interested in holding on to grudges. Right. Like I want to just move past it, mm-hmm. but not everybody operates like that. Yeah. So maybe people just assume that if I'm mad, I'm just going to stay mad forever. Right. Whereas like, I'm just not like that. Right. Because like, I also agree, like once I talk about it with you, the conversation is just to get clarity and for us to just sit out, like sit and talk about it and be done with it. Yeah. Because I'm giving you the opportunity to like honestly clear the air or like any misinformation. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not doing it just to be like, oh, F you anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I truly want to like reconcile. Yeah, literally. Otherwise, why would I bring it up? Exactly. So, I mean, the part that was crazy was like it was November of my senior year of college and I basically shifted my entire social life. Like mm-hmm. they were no longer a part of it. And like I said, they were in my course. So like, I literally stopped going to class for a while because I was like, I don't want to see them. Yeah. And they gave they gave the people like in my course very different versions of events. Mm-hmm. Like once again, luckily the people in my course knew me well enough to know that I was not the way they were making me out to be. Right. So everyone kind of figured that shit out. And that's that's the thing. It's like the whole telephone thing of people being like, well, she said it like this. Yeah. But it really happened like that. And like I remember when that happened with my situation, like, thankfully, everyone was very much like, I don't think Rachel would go about something Mm -hmm. like this. Like, because it was just so bizarre how, like, different the narrative was when the other person was saying it. And I was like, were we living the same, Literally. (laughs) And I'm sure, like, if somebody talked to them about it now, they'd have the complete opposite perception of events to me. And, like, that's fine. Like, you know, there's what is it, three sides of every story, your side, their side, and the truth. Truth. So, like, I'm not saying that I have, like, this completely objective view of it. Right. But I just know what I felt, Mm -hmm. and I know that, like, people then came to me afterwards and were like, yes, they were doing those things. Like, yes, you were right. Exactly. And, like, that doesn't come from nowhere. Yeah. And I think I also knew what these girls could be like because they had done this shit to other girls in the past, and I had, like, watched them do it. Yeah. And, like, there was a part, there was definitely a point in time where, like, I was a small part of them being mean to others, and, like, it made me uncomfortable. Like, so I stopped, but it was, like, that group dynamic. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's kind of, it honestly can be easy to get sucked into. And that's why I can be very forgiving of it when it happens. Yeah. Because I was so, like, that's why I was so willing to forgive it. Is I was like, I know we did this to somebody else, so I know how this works. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Loki, that's why I can tell if you're doing it to me. You know what I mean? Like, when you know someone, how somebody moves, because uh-huh. you were literally a part of it once, it's so Basically. easy to tell when that shit's so happening easy to, read to you. It. But, yeah, like, moving on from that was just weird, because, you know, it was a balance of, like, trying not to be around them. Um, like, they would literally ignore me if we walked next to each other in the library. Like, not a word. Oh, my gosh. And I used to get so, like, shaky anytime I saw them, because it just made me so anxious. Um, but like I said, like I had a lot of awesome friends who really like just stepped up, yeah. like backed me up. And the two girls who had been a part of that group who took my side, like they just had my back. And mm-hmm. they, like I remember too, the girls who stopped talking to me tried yeah. to convince the other girls months later that I had made the whole thing up. Oh my god! And the the girls who stayed friends with me were like, "No, she didn't. Like, are you crazy? <laughs> They're desperate. They were so desperate. so desperate. And I think they were desperate as well because when they lost their friendship with me, they then lost." their friendships that they had made through me. Yes. Which was honestly most of their social scene mm-hmm. in college. So they were just like in a tough spot because yes. they didn't have anyone else to talk to. It was like they kind of just isolated themselves. That's why I thought my friend was apologizing to me. Yeah. Because I was like, I think she's realizing that sure, her like friends are through you. Yeah. Because it was just like she came back on campus 
And then all of a sudden she's hitting me up. And like when she was sobbing, crying, what was me? She was like, oh, also like I just don't like I have no friends now and yep. all this stuff. And I'm like, it that's your it, fault. It's not my problem. And I'm like, that is completely her fault. Yeah. She did the shitty thing. She did. It's like, and that's what's my thing. I'm like, if you are going to be the ones who stop talking to me, mm-hmm. ghost me anytime you see mm-hmm. me, send me these terrible text messages Lying. when you can't even talk to me to my face. I'm sorry that you're losing your friends, yeah. but they were my friends first. Exactly. And so, yeah. But, like, moving on from that, like, I feel like getting past it was, like, probably the hardest part to, like, stop being bothered by it. Because mm-hmm. I'm truly now at a point where, like, even just thinking about it, like you said, used to make me upset. Mm-hmm. And now it, like, definitely just, I feel like I learned a lot from yeah. it because I'm, like, that was terrible that they thought they could make me feel that way. And then I also, like... Loki, that was one of the first times I, I think I actually stood up for myself because I'm just so not the person to be like, hey, the way that you're talking to me is upsetting me. Yeah. And like, it took so much for me to say that to them. Like, I was crying the whole time because I was so nervous. Yeah. Whereas, like, now I don't like saying that still, but I'm able to do it better. Exactly. Ugh, that's so good though. Yeah. But it took a lot because yeah. I was like, listen, the worst thing that could happen did happen mm-hmm. in that situation. So now I know I can deal with that. Exactly. It's hard, though, y'all. Yeah. Because I feel like truly, like, I experienced the worst possible outcome. Yeah. Like, that, I, in my head, I didn't think at all it would ever go like that. Mm-hmm. And so now I just kind of have this attitude where I'm like, you know what? Like, if somebody's in my life, I truly want them to be, like, making it better. And, like, I don't ever want to be around somebody who makes me feel like crap. And I just don't care anymore because exactly. I'm like... I can go through whatever it is to cut that person out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to be treated like that. Exactly. I think it was, like, a good eye-opener for you because you never want to be with someone who you can't fully trust either, like, be so close with yes. them. And feel like they're always going to say something. And, like, that sucks when you might be happy about something and then they're bringing you down on yeah. your happiness. It's not a good feeling. So when that happens, like, this is honestly probably the best scenario for you. Yeah. Because then you were able to just enjoy the rest of of your co- like time in college without being like having these negative people there. Yeah. You know. And like I just want to like do my thing and like do what makes me happy. Yeah. And like they would really be in the way of that sometimes. Mm. Like I remember we were on this trip in Edinburgh and there's like that is where J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter. Oh. Fun fact about me big Harry Potter fan. Like, I love that shit. And we had gone out the night before and they were really, really hungover so they were staying. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go with these other people and do the walking tour for Harry mm-hmm. Potter. I was so excited. And then they made me feel like shit about it because they basically acted like I ditched them. And I'm like, you were hungover and going to McDonald's. I'm in, I want to go to a Harry Potter walking tour because you all know Thank that you. it's one of my favorite things in the whole world. I'm obviously going to go. That is so selfish. Yeah. So that's what, like those small things I'm just like, truly learned like I just have to do what I want to do right because like how are you going to make someone feel bad when you know that was a thing they wanted to do on the trip also, like it's what not your fault does it make to you exactly that would always be what got me is I'm like I'm not really doing anything to you by hanging out with somebody else exactly like I was still giving them 80% of my time mm. so I think it was like I also think be wary of people who expect 100% of your time yes. and then get catty or get petty when you want to give a little bit to somebody else yeah Y'all, possessiveness is not it. It's not it. This is very true. Mm -hmm. Like, it is not it at all. Especially, like, I I wish I would have seen things earlier, but it's okay. But, like, I definitely would see that throughout my friendship. Yes. um, With her. And I always was just like, oh, maybe it's a bad day, bad month. 
I don't know what it is. But like if we ever went out, she would just completely shut down and be in the corner. And like, of course I'm gonna go over to my friend and be like, Are you good? Yeah. And then she would just be like, Leave me alone. She's like, Leave me alone. Yeah. And I would be like, Um, okay. And like, you know, I'm like, I feel bad twerking and she's over here moping, mm-hmm. so I'm like, it would be a a weird situation but then the next day she would just be like um it made me upset that you were getting attention what what where do you come from with that you know don't miss that because also the moment that she wanted to be a part of it you literally would have been like okay awesome come yeah like i would never be like you would just welcome her into it exactly like i think she was just in her head about it but it was to the point where it was affecting our whole friend group yeah because of one situation like this yeah so for anyone listening this has been a lot Mm. but i think like the main takeaways are truly like just value like value yourself as a friend yes and like the way that people should be treating you Mm -hmm. because both of our friendship breakups came from a place of us being like i don't deserve to be treated this way and like you have to know when to like kind of stand up for yourself yeah because people if you don't stand up for yourself people will just continue honestly to treat you like it's true and like because if they think they can get away with it Mm -hmm. they will do it yes because, like, old Rachel would have definitely been, like, it's okay. Like, yeah. okay, like, let's try. Yeah. And, like, old Ashley would have been, I would have <laughs> never said it to them. I would have never been, like, you make me feel like crap. Exactly. It's, like, you have to, I guess, practice that skill of just being, like, I deserve to be treated better than mm-hmm. that. And I deserve re- friends who actually, like, value and respect me exactly. and my time. And, like, I think, you know, you just don't, as I've said before, if somebody's in your life, they need to be making it better. And you do not deserve people who bring you down. Yeah. We don't need that negativity in your life. There's so much going on already, so. Yeah. The world is going to throw enough negative shit at exactly. you. You don't need to bring it in with your friends. No. God. No. <laughs> we don't love that. Yes. But I feel like that's also the key to, like, being where I'm at now, which is, like, being just, like, happy, like, positive and mm-hmm. stuff. It's, like, just not caring. Like, if somebody's going to be a certain way, I'm, like, I just don't need to be a part of that. Yeah. You can miss me with that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> miss me with that shit. Miss me with it. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, there's a lot we can talk about mm-hmm. more on this, and we probably will someday. Because yeah. it really is, like, very complicated and very, like... I don't know. There's so many layers. It's a lot. Like, I really refrain myself. But for now, that's kind of the overview of our friendship breakups. Yes. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. Ooh. It was definitely, like, it was very intense. <laughs> it was. <laughs> but in a good way. Um, and feel free to text the number that we put in the description and mm-hmm. follow Rachel on Snapchat and Instagram. I'm not on those right now, but I'll probably <laughs> still leave my link in case you want to. And we're always linking our recommendations as well in yes. our description. And let so, us know if you would like to hear anything else or your feedback. Okay? All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. We'll thank see you. you next week. Yes.